This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always scum. Rebel scum. Hello. Hello, Heidi. <laughs> of course, Heidi's here. Heidi, what is going on? Uh, happy New Year, James. Is this the first episode of the New Year? I can't remember. Yes. Well, if you first episode, if you count ranking rankings, it's our second show of the year, but our first podcast of the year. Mm. So that's that's always fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, how, how was your New Year's, James? Um. My New Year's was good. It was uh, mm-hmm. it was fine. It was it was uh, low key. I will say it was low key because Ontario entered a, a lockdown, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you could still have like what we were supposed to have uh, four more people, four or seven. What we had, we're supposed to have a significant amount more people over than we did, and so we had food prepared for that many people. <laughs> so I'm still I'm going to be eating all year. I'm going to 2022 is the year of eating well for me because it. <laughs> There's a lot of food. I mean, we couldn't even make it all because we had so much. But how was your how was your new year? Uh, it was good. We just stayed home, uh, watched movies. Well, no, that's not true. We went out for fun food in the afternoon and then came home. So no, nah, we did. It's for we're fun old food. Yeah, I mean, we went to a vegan like fast food place. So that's what I call fun food. Yeah. All right, that's fine. <laughs> I would like, but, but you okay? Can I can I interject for a second? Yeah, because you you saw a movie that I absolutely love yeah. on on New Year's Eve. Um, you want you finally saw the Ghostbuster movie? Mm, yes, yes, yes. Uh, it Did was good. You you liked it? Yeah, I loved it. I'm I I I the Ghostbusters are fine for me. Like, I don't get super excited about the movies. I'll watch them. Don't get me started. But it's just like, I've never have been like, yes, I will watch them now. So, um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big Finn Wolfhard fan. So I, anything stranger things, I'm like, yeah, what are they doing? What are they doing? What are they doing? So <laughs> Reham's like, poor Finn Wolfhard. He's like, doomed to 80s projects <laughs> even <laughs> well, though it was he, cur- current day but yeah i loved it but like i don't know how you feel but i felt like it was um it wasn't like i said this earlier like it wasn't ghostbusters 3 it was that bridge it was like a it was like a side note story it kind of in kind of a way and then i mean that like in a positive way like it's not a negative slight against it but I, I love that movie and it just came out on the digitals to to mm-hmm. yesterday one of these days it came out so that's exciting stuff for all the people that are going to buy it on the digitals you also saw spider-man brock yeah that was great um theaters have officially shut down in ontario for at least a month i think hopefully less uh so we went and we're like we gotta see spider-man and loved it i also it's just like 
if you've watched all the extra things that Marvel's been doing outside of movies, so like Disney Plus stuff, it's like it's really great. Uh, favorite part of that movie, and it's a small, small, small part, is like this new evolving character that is Wong. <laughs> I won't go yeah. into details, <laughs> but I'm like, no, where's he? Le- no, more of him. So I I really enjoyed that, but it was spectacular uh spectacular spider-man um yeah i it's a bummer for anyone in pretty much canada if you want to go see a movie it's pretty much not a thing for at least a couple weeks maybe yeah and and look i um i don't know i i was hoping to see the scream scream five i'm just gonna Mm -hmm. scream five because they can go to hell with the scream but like i love scream rob mcdonald darth ward got me a scream 2 t-shirt for christmas i don't like (laughs) It's my favorite. It's like my one of my favorite movies, and I, I'm I didn't know people like Scream Two other than me, but they made a T-shirt at Old Navy of it, so somebody does. It's a cult <laughs> classic, I guess. But I was I was kind of looking forward to it. My cousin wanted to go see it. We're all gonna get together and go see it whenever it comes out next week or two weeks. And I was like, that's not happening. And it, but the <laughs> thing with that movie though, Brock, that really sucks. And Spider Man would be the same. Is you know, if like Spider-Man, we kind of knew what was going to happen in that, right? You know what I mean? But like, you don't know for sure, right? Like, it's kind of like, no, you knew it was happening. You knew it was coming. Yeah. Everyone, like, you know, you knew it was coming. But at the same time, you didn't know it was coming, right? So when it yeah. happened, you're like, ah, oh, there's more like a relief. Where Scream's the same type of thing where like the killer, like when you find out, the, you know, the twists and the turns of it, it's going to, I don't know, like it's, I don't know. It sucks being where we are right now. Pauline understands. She's She's around us too. Didn't Rock cut his hair? She meant Brock, but she spelled in Rock. And I... <laughs> yeah, about a couple of weeks typos. ago. I love typos. Uh, have you seen Encanto, Brock? They're talking about Encanto in the chat. I did. Loved it. Uh, my my nieces saw it in theater uh, a couple Ooh. weeks ago. So they were singing the songs at Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. So we're like, we got to watch this. And it was like, oh, Disney Plus, perfect. They went to the theaters and then a couple days later it came out on Disney Plus. So like that's what I like. Like Disney's being smart. So like for people that can't see Spider-Man Far From Home or No Way Home, I believe it's 45 days from the theatrical release because is nope. it 45 or 60? No, no, it does Sony, it doesn't count. Oh, right, 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 right. Because Disney, yeah. Disney movies and now Warner Brothers movies are 45 day window. Because mm. uh, Warner Brothers screwed themselves royally this year with their mm-hmm. with their uh, HBO Max releases. Yeah, no. So you are right. It's forty five days, but Spider Man won't be won't be because it's Sony, right? Sony, yeah. So I mean, you, I like the thing is though we we I don't know Ontario is treating it I think different from a lot of the world, and I don't think a lot of places are shut down right now like we are. Mm. Um, so I'm not sure. <clears throat> I don't know. It, yeah, I'm glad you got. I'm glad you squeezed that movie yeah. in. Did you feel safe? Can I just ask you if you felt safe in the theater? Oh yeah. Did, did anyone turn to you and go? Bleh! If you're like, if you're safe, if you feel safe going to the grocery store, you feel safe going. Like it's one or the other. Just wear a mask. We've been wearing double masks just to be extra cautious. Um, you know, like wash your hands. Like it's like you got to keep living so um i i feel bummed out for like restaurants like servers yeah. and theater theater workers and just uh, like gym people like it's it is what it is but uh yeah no i was oh damn that sucks because eternals comes out 
next week on Disney yeah, Plus. I'm yeah. like, perfect. <laughs> I got. I guess I haven't seen Eternals. You have you seen? You haven't seen Eternals either, right? No, no, no. So I haven't seen Eternals. I've heard a lot of not great things about Eternals. Yeah, that it's Eternals. Being said, no, I haven't heard great things about it. No, but, I know because it's Eternals. <laughs> well, I, I don't. Yeah, but I mean, but anyway, I don't know anything about anything. So anyway, but I do know yeah. that there was a post. Somebody, it was uh, Chloe Zhao, the director, put on her Instagram story because it's the worst reviewed Marvel movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. And then somebody said, this is the worst uh, MCU movie. And she she reposted it on her story and said, is it? Find out for yourself. It's not or something like that. So. I might watch that movie in Disney. I still haven't seen Shang Chi or um, or what's the widow? Black Widow. I haven't seen. I have seen Hawkeye, and I've seen WandaVision. So I feel like I'm caught up enough that I don't need those movies. <laughs> oh, but you, you speak so. <laughs> but you speak so. Whatever. I know. You go on Twitter. You know what happens on that. Like I don't need to watch him. But uh, mm-hmm. Shang Chi. Shang. You yeah, know it's all on Twitter. Shang-Chi, though, uh, you've talked so highly about people spoken, so I, I'll probably check that out at some point. Um, but anyway, we should also say we we're, we're talking this nonsense that if you haven't seen Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 2, you yeah. skedaddle. That's what we're going to talk about. Skedaddle out of here with the Book of Boba Fett! Yeah, it's... <sighs> I'm just waiting. Waiting for the people that don't want to get spoiled. Yeah, if you haven't seen um, it, get out of here. I don't it, want you to leave. I want you to come back after you watch it so we can all hang out and talk about it. Having just watched Spider-Man No Way Home and seeing like how much of the happy character has evolved in that film and just like to see the end of the end credits in this show, it's like written and created by John Favreau. And I'm like, that guy is on like cloud nine at this point. Like, um, the show is just perfect. Like it's, well, I don't know. I shouldn't use throw around the word perfect. It's great though. It is fantastic. And I watched it again when I got home because I watched it this morning, early in the morning because I had to work at eight, seven o'clock, seven thirty. So I got up early. I went on the treadmill to run because I've been running in the morning, and I watched it while running. So <laughs> I was sweating while on the desert of Tatooine. Um, loved it. Uh. I don't know where I don't even know where to start, James. What was your favorite part? Uh, I didn't have a favorite part. I think, mm-hmm. and that's the truth. I just it it was um, start to finish. I don't know. I just really loved it. The, mm. it, it favorite part. Well, I, I'll, one thing that stuck out to me in my mind was when we went to go see Solo, a Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. My dad absolutely hated that um, the train was on the track. <laughs> I your dad too. <laughs> and uh, and this time there was no track for the train. And I think my dad would really. And that was the first thing I thought. I was like, oh, he's gonna love it. It's like Favreau listened to him. But you know, it's mm-hmm. like I don't know. It's like they took the Boba Fett character, and there were complaints last week. I don't know if you heard Brock, but people were like, they made him a wuss, and he's not strong, and that's not my Boba Fett. Like Boba Fett gets knocked out by a. Uh, um, a temporarily blind Han Solo comedically, and he gets eaten by a son. like you know because he was so tough before. But like we're why we're seeing a tough guy who is being digested, yeah. By a like he was being digested. Let's just di- like the acid would have killed all of us, but he survived that. Yeah, and, uh, so he, 
and we're seeing him like turn like become an interesting character not yeah, just a guy yeah. in a helmet actually like i was thinking about that uh when watching this is like this episode really points out it's like well if you're wondering why he seems a little different in the first one which is like how do you what do you base it on i mean i guess i wouldn't say he's any different from what he was in mandalorian now he's like the main focus um but this whole yeah. vision thing he goes on with the the lizard up the nose which was crazy like i mean the amount of information about the tuscan raiders we're getting from the show like favreau <laughs> loves tuscan raiders i'm like man so like because i was thinking about like mando can speak tuscan raider <laughs> um yeah. but yeah no i mean i loved that whole idea of like he's accepted into the tribe or what whatever you would call a group of tuscan raiders and uh he goes on that vision quest and this is how he gets his gaffy stick. But then we get to see like, it, I don't think it really revealed much about him outside of like, he thought of his life on Camino and then what it was like, the struggle in uh, the Sarlacc pit. I don't know if there's much else revealed to it. I like the idea though. It's like, he's a man, but also he's the armor. He's the, he's it's not, or the armor isn't it like he, that the the visual of Boba Fett is who he is, not just armor he wears. I like that idea. So like, I, I thought it was really really good. Um, my big thing was outside of like we get huts. Finally, finally we have huts back in something. James, they put Black Kushatan in live action. <laughs> they didn't even name him. No. They didn't even name him in the credits because you know me. I love to read the credits of at least the cast of like who are the background characters. Um, great. I was just like, it, and it was perfect. It looks exactly like what he looks like in the in the comics, and like that's awesome. I had a friend ask me if he was a big deal, and I said I think he's from the comics. I did. I knew it was from the comics, but I'm like, it doesn't really matter. Like it, that doesn't matter because the. That's not the point of that character when we're watching. I mean, if you know the backstory, it enhances what you're seeing. Yeah. But even still, you're seeing a badass looking Wookiee bounty hunter come up yep. and you're like it like that, that that's the like and, and my guess would be that Favreau, when he wrote that, had no idea who that character was. He was like, I want a Wookiee bounty hunter. And then somebody was like, Well, we got this guy. And he was like, Yep, yeah. that's what we're doing. Because yep. that's a badass bounty hunter, right? Who's alive in that time. And it's like he comes on screen and I'm like, oh, they're going to make a black series out of you and I'm going to buy it. <laughs> um, <laughs> they, they had you. They had you. Your, I would get all three of them, the twins and then the Wookiee. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, I love the twins. I was so excited when the, mm -hmm. I didn't know when they said twins. Did you know who they were talking about? No, I don't. I are those? Yeah. Yeah, we should ask the, the chat and people who know stuff about Star Wars, because we don't. Are the twins from somewhere like something? Like, am I missing something? Like, have the twins been mentioned in anything before? Were they made up for the show? I thought they were made up for the show, but then I'm like, well, they probably might not have been. They probably showed up in like some like like a, a one-off novel that I missed somewhere along the lines. I They Maybe. finally mentioned uh, Nell Hutta. Finally, the Hut planet is mentioned for the first time ever in live action, mm -hmm. which is very exciting because, you know, we, we love the Clone Wars. We love, we love all these animated stuff. We love the novels and all that. But 
but when it's in live action and on our screens, that's when it becomes uh, real because that's when every that's when it's mass uh, seen mm-hmm. by the masses, right? When it's acknowledged by the masses. So I absolutely loved it. I, from start to you know, um, because the other thing people were we talked about this last week, but it's the 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 um, flashbacks. People were complaining about flashbacks, and I heard more people complain about flashbacks, and, I, and I'm just like, but the flashbacks are the show. The show is yeah. the show isn't just the present. It's it's Godfather two. I kind of wish they got the Nero to play young Boba Fett, but like it's Godfather <laughs> two, where like where like the 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 Corleone story. You know, the young one is just as important as the Michael story. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like mm-hmm. that. That's the the. I, that's how I'm. I'm looking at it. I'm like the the flashbacks are the story, and I'm, and and last week I was, I truthfully I was more interested in the flashbacks than the modern day stuff. Not that I wasn't interested in the modern stuff for the, the modern stuff, but but this week I I love both equally, and it was almost like two. 15 minute episodes like when you used to watch like i don't know what were the, like those cartoons in the 90s where they would be split in half like in 250 like, i was like we watched like here's the boba fett one and here's boba fett two and i mm. i loved both and i was hankering for more yeah like it's like i'm really enjoying this like the storyline with him and the tuscan radio tribe like I, it kind of like it kind of starts to make sense on what where his headspace is, where it's not just about like taking, like or perhaps I don't know. It's like we don't know what Boba Fett was like prior to Empire Strikes Back, to my knowledge. Outside, I guess comics, but like that gets muddy in a sense. Um, yeah, and then whatever you got from him in the Clone Wars. I honestly think like this this experience he's having with the Tuscan Raiders is informing why he is trying to take over Jabba's or why he's doing what he's doing as he's becoming. This is something we didn't talk about last week. This term daimyo, like that's new. I've never heard of that before. Like this sort of like the mafia boss daimyo. I'm like, oh, that's, I like it. They said it a lot this episode. Yeah. uh, I don't think I've ever heard it. They did say it a lot. Sorry, Brock. I am looking at the, uh, I am Googling because Pauline just said the following. The wins. Wins rebels, anyone agree? But, but I'm Googling it. I'm using the Google, and I don't see anything to that uh, makes that statement true. So I, if anyone I, can. I feel like Filoni definitely had a hand in the design of them because, like, the – do we know the yeah. name of the twins? I can't even think. What were the name of the twins? Um, uh, but they're reminiscent. Uh, bro, cause, yeah. What does it oh, say? Hurt twins. What? Hurt twins. Hold on. Here we go. The Hut twins as Book of Boba Fett. Oh, wait. No, that's not what I want. Um, screen rant, comic book. The Star Wars. Doc- oh, they wouldn't because they're not going to do it till Sunday. We might not know until Sunday who these two are. They'll probably be the character poster this week. Oh, God. I hope right. so. Oh, they're so awesome. They are so But awesome. uh, they were reminiscent of, like, the style of how they were animating huts in uh, Clone Wars and Rebels. So, like, Filoni must... Because, like, the, the tattoo on the male one and, like, the... I don't know. Was it jewelry? Was it a beauty mark? Like, what Heidi just said. 
um, on the female one because I, I got the sense one was male, one was female. I could be wrong. I don't know. I, I don't mean to put gender on huts, on slugs. Um, I love the detail of he's wiping his forehead with the little mouse thing and it, the mouse is like yeah. biting him. <laughs> um, Heidi just said something really cool. Do you see what she said there? Uh, 723, put that up. That's an interesting one because I, I almost was, I was going to comment on that scene as well. I, uh, that's crazy because like when I saw those two characters, the couple that get hassled by the the, the crew, I was like, "Is this the Damrons? Is this Shara Bay and <laughs> and her husband, the father of Poe Dameron?" That like I can never remember his name. Uh, it wasn't, <laughs> but uh, that's cool. I never like I I don't think I knew Cammy. Like I know I've heard the name Fixer, of course, but like. <laughs> Um, but anyway, is Fixer the man that gets beat up or is that the, the bartender? Cause I was like, that bartender looks familiar. Um, but yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, 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 I loved, uh, I wrote notes, James. Um, what did you, oh, before we move away from the beginning of the episode, because I read the credits. Robert Rodriguez is the voice of the mayor. Interesting. It does sound like him now that you said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, before they go into the mayor's office, the guy at the, <laughs> the, yeah. guy at the desk, I was like, I was like, I kept looking at him, I'm like, who is this guy? He looks familiar. But I thought it was Pedro Pascal, actually, for a hot second. The mustache. Which sound like, very much like him. Yeah. That, but, Heidi wishes I was David Spade. Uh, at the at the, uh, <laughs> at at the, the desk. Yeah, oh my god. Receptionist. Yeah, that was funny. I had a good laugh over that. I love that scene. I love the. I like the mayor stuff. I I love the. What the the weaving of the story that they're doing. By the way, I did mm-hmm. look up the huts. Um, there is only one known hut cousin to Jabba the Hut in canon. And that was from 2019, and that character apparently was in a comic book and was killed off. It was Tales from Vader's Castle or some Vader oh, Castle cool. comic. So the hype thing is is new. They created these characters, I guess, for the show, which I'm totally fine with. Oddly enough, when John Favreau was announced to be joining this, to joining Solo, the Solo movie, I uh, I put a video up years ago that I thought maybe he'd be voicing a hut because I still think it'd be fun to be voicing a hut. I'm glad that the huts didn't speak English though. I'm glad I, yeah. I like when they say Boba Fett, and then they they did. I'm glad they sound like Hudson. You're right. The mouse thing, just that. I only I've only seen. I gotta um, confess, I have only seen this episode once because I am not a true mm-hmm. fan. I woke up. I took my dog for a walk. I went to work. I came home from work. I made myself something to eat. I sat, and I had some rapini bread and a bottle and a glass of a bottle a glass of wine and i watched boba fett like a fine dining cuisine show that it is and yeah. the whole t- and i was listening with my my headphones and 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 it was so loud that Aaron's like turn it down i was like this is just so good like, <laughs> i was i was just like it just i didn't want it, i didn't want this one to end i would say if we did a ranking of all mandalorian and boba fett shows this one is up there for me personally i just absolutely love well, we got Tuscan Raiders, like you said. He seems to be have a fascination with them, but I also think that they, as characters, are because everyone's everyone's like, oh, the indigenous aspect and, and yada yada, and obviously that's true. But I just right. think they're so they're so compelling, and they're so layered, and we've never been given any of that. 
that they can exploit that in the storytelling and they can tell rich stories using these characters. And you can have a character like Boba Fett from become go from like ruthless bounty hunter to, you know, civil crime lord now. You know what I mean? Like they're showing this progression and they use these characters that we know and love and they're making those characters something. They're making those characters exactly what we knew but twisting it a little, like just enough to so you see a different side of them. But you, you know, they're still going to shoot down the train and and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, speaking of the train, like the pikes, the pikes are back. Uh, oh this yeah, is great. Like I don't, remember, we don't ever see their faces in Han Solo, right? I don't even think no, no, maybe no, in the car- no. cartoon because it would be Han Solo or Solo the movie. They're in that, and then they're in the the seventh season of. Oh, maybe no. Sorry, they're originally in Clone Wars. That's right. Yeah, yeah. but they've become a huge deal till Solo. Anyways, it was cool. Like <laughs> they look like fish. <laughs> they look you, like fish see, if they had a body. Did you see the credits? Did somebody do the voice of the leader? Uh, I know. I, didn't, I mean, you know someone like, did. Someone did the voice. <laughs> it was weird. Like they left out the twins' voice. Like uh, there was someone else I was trying to like look up to. Because yeah, that like, voice was very distinctive. I don't know who it was, but it was distinctive. Yeah. And I bet you, if it was nobody, I would believe it. But if it was like a yeah. somebody, I would also be like, ah, you know. So it's one of those voices. So, yeah. all right, interesting, interesting. I wonder. The huts were all done by Kathleen Kennedy, who was <laughs> fired. <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, Kathleen, Solid. you're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Yeah, you're no good um yeah i this series is just fantastic um i can't think of what else oh <laughs> the amount of banthas that died in this i was expecting at the end of the episode like oh. no animals hurt in the making of this <laughs> this episode that was sad the first one the second one that went down i was like get get don't bring them with you the first one was sad though the first one i was like oh man that's probably the saddest death in star wars yeah, That's yeah, it. it's it was it's like emotional. Like, like, oh. <laughs> I I, I, I don't know if this. It's uh, yeah, it's just sort of like at what cost did they win? <laughs> but uh, Reham's like, why are they letting all the water out of the tra- the train? I'm like, that was a good question. <laughs> uh, because they don't know. They're just breaking it down and drinking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I will say I don't know if this is like controversial, but I'm like, oh, gaffy sticks are finally cool. <laughs> they're like, oh, that's like the whole lore of that, and then like seeing how their fighting works, and then like the whole dance at the end where they're doing all the movements and stuff. I was like, yeah. I, I also was like, because like Tamar Morrison is from New Zealand, correct or Australia? And Tam- I think it's New Zealand. He's usually, but anyways, like uh. It has like real like Maori warrior vibes, and I know like that's yeah, a big yeah. deal in that culture. And I believe he is part Maori. I, I, yep. I yep. don't quote yes. me on that. Um, but yeah, um, it's solid. Uh, I, I found myself like because I watched this twice, combing this episode for any little thing I missed. Like when he's just walking around in the old jumpsuit in, in the the flashback before they give him the new robes. I'm like, there's like, you know, like we look, it's like, it's, there's like holes and t- tears. I'm like, is that because like the Sarlacc pit was starting to eat away at it? Or is that just what it looked like underneath, like all the armor? I'm like, 
<laughs> it's like, oh, I'm way too into this show. Um, but yeah, I like that. Like, we now know the reason he's wearing black underneath his new, or like in Mandalorian, it's black instead of the usual gray jumpsuit. Is like, well, these are like clothes that the Tuscan Raiders have given to him. So it's like, oh, that's very cool. Yeah, I love that. He, by the way, he has the same jumpsuit that the Penguin wears in Batman Returns. Also, we should point out that it's the same same jumpsuit that they both wear under their mm. clothing. Or both yeah. of those. I I love the the black. I love that. Like I wasn't expecting to get a story on why he wore what he wore when we meet him in Mandalorian. But here we are. We got it. Um. So do you think we we don't have this as an odd today? But do you think we're going to get him when he when he fixes and maybe um takes care of and heals Fennec Shan. Do you think we're going to be getting that for sure in a flashback now? Of what? Or maybe of maybe we're done with flashbacks. Boba Fett. I I think I think we're going to get a storyline a little bit more with like the Tuscan Raiders or something else on Tatooine. I think we're going to get like he's going to want well I think they'll definitely try to figure out a story that like this is how he gets uh his spaceship back <laughs> spaceship his starship back because like he more or less just has that when we meet him again in in uh, uh whatever i think like i feel like there's going to be a storyline of explaining a little bit more why he wants to take over jabba's empire like we don't really know the reason outside of like well Power. I'm guessing it has to do with I'm guessing it has to do with the Tuscan Raiders. I'm guessing it has to do with and maybe a new outlook on everything and maybe the mm-hmm. you know Tatooine isn't run the way it needs to be run and and he's going to mm-hmm. go in there and and clean it up and fix it. That's why he's going to rule with respect and great skin, just great skin. I really want to know what the timeline of what we're seeing in these flashbacks and uh, or like where like Return of the Jedi. How long is he in the Sarlacc pit? And then from that point that we've that's where we started to Mandalorian. What is the time gap? Like I don't know. I haven't looked it up, but like I would like to know because it's like, well, like why did he let Cobb Vanth keep the the armor? You know what I mean? Like. Like, I don't know. Well, I don't, I, he might not. He might not have even let him keep the armor. He might not have gotten there yet, because he's on all these side quests, right? With yeah. the Tuscan Raiders, like the mm-hmm. Tuscan Raiders. How long do you think he was there for? Probably like close to a year, I'd guess. He was with the Tuscan Raiders for like that's he was yeah, there for assume, a yeah. chunk of time, right? Like he's there for a long period of time. He's in the Sarlacc for probably a year or two. Like he, mm-hmm. you know, time has gone by, and yeah, maybe he. Maybe Cod Banth wasn't going to give it back to him, and he was like, you know, and he said, "Fine, whatever." I'm Boba Fett. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's why he got. Maybe that's. Maybe he couldn't kill Cobb Banth to get his thing back, and that's why he got Fennec Shand. He healed Fennec Shand so she would go and kill him because she's ruthless, right? So who knows? I think we're going to. Um, yeah, we're definitely going to see how he gets his ship back. Which I don't know if it's called the Slave One or the Starship anymore because the packaging and everything seems to change. My hmm. little diecasting here says Slave One. Does it matter? They've never yeah. said it in a movie, right? Although Robert Rodriguez on that Hollywood Reporter interview said that he thought Boba Fett had a cool name, like his ship name was cool. So I don't see why 
like you know whatever anyway who cares it's a product <laughs> um but yeah like uh great uh, i had to double check like that if robert rodriguez directed this one he's he did not <laughs> it it's steph Steph Green and I thought it said yeah. Seth Green. I'm like, oh, and I was like, no. <laughs> that would be, that would be amazing if, yeah, if it was. So. Are you familiar with any of uh, Steph Green's work? Mm, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't look. Is it a man or a woman? It is a a woman. Hmm. Um, she directed. Uh, now I forget the name of. The- because we're recording, I forget the name of that Will Forte movie, which is not like Star Wars at all. Not some someone you would expect <laughs> to do Star Wars based on the one movie that I've seen of theirs. But uh, I thought it was uh, handled. I thought the directing was fantastic in this episode. It kept you in. It kept you going. Um, they didn't. There was nothing. Sometimes you find with every once in a while. I'm not going to say who, but there is a director who's done a couple of these shows now and they do things. And I'm like, why did you just do that? I don't like that shot. This episode did not have any of that. And I was mm-hmm. all, all in. It looks like we got some spam going on in the chat too. Awesome. <laughs> um, I'm all, I'm all, I was all in on it though. You know, like, like I just, I love this episode. I want, I just, it was just like so good. So with the, this show and Mandalorian, I think what they both show is they're just well thought out. They're, yeah, exactly. They're cared for. Yeah, they like you. There's a purpose to these shows, and the people making them love it. And it just, I don't know. I just find it pure entertainment. Like I'm just, I am. The point of me sitting down to watch this is to be entertained for however long it is. And I've and two weeks in a row now, I've sat down. I have been entertained. I am intrigued by this character. I love the world, obviously. That's why I'm watching it. And I'm I'm going to be selfish right here. And people in the chat, are, we're going to lose all people that are watching right now. But I love that they're on Tatooine because Tatooine is so Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Camino, yeah. look, 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 when you go to Camino, I'm all in. But they're on Tatooine. It makes sense for them to be on Tatooine. And uh, yeah. I'm, I'm loving it. It feels like the mayor's uh, office, like the mayoral headquarters that they went to. I was like, that, that's awesome. Like, you know. Now you're like, well, that's been that's been there the entire time. I didn't expect that. That's awesome. I love, I love, I love that. Andrew Fantasia texted me earlier. He really was hoping that Watto shows up, but I'm with him. If he doesn't show up, the whole show's ruined. <laughs> oh man, man. Uh, <laughs> point where it's like he leaves the Tuscan Raiders and then hangs out with Jawas for a while. I'm like, sure, <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> sounds good but um yeah it's like i am i am all in on this show it is great it's yeah it's 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 yeah i don't know it's like i think they should honestly consider um feloni and favreau one of the two becoming the kevin feige of star wars where it's just like there's a reason to make this up uh yeah that's actually something yeah, I was gonna say like it would be. I was like, oh, wouldn't it be awesome if they took off one of their masks? Because they trust him now. So, I, I I'm okay with not seeing 
their faces. I don't need to see everybody's face. I mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, leave things to the imagination. I'm still kind of up. I know they've shown it in the comics and whatnot, but I'm fine with not seeing it. But I mean, if they do it, like, mm-hmm. if they do it, they do it. I'm, I'm sure I won't complain or care. And, but uh, but some things I think, you know, you can leave for the imagination. And I am. Yeah. And I'm, uh, I'm okay with that. Do you want to go to the odds? Let's do it. Never tell me the odds. Brought to you. Oh, right. There's a song. Never tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds. Brought to you. Never. Don't tell me. Never tell me that odds. Uh, brought to you by patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast. If you like what we do and you want to support us, head on down. You know, get in your car, drive to patreon.com and support us. We would greatly appreciate it, and we try to put out as much extra content for those people who specifically help us out, and we love every single one of them, and that's why we always make sure they are known to everyone that's listening and that we appreciate them, and those people are Heidi Fetter, executive producer, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Konomi, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Stanifor, Scott D., Josh Price, Matt W., Rez, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, D. Raven, Spencer, Cosmic Girl Zero Two, Gleek Play One, Disney Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Girls with Sabres, and the Den of Nerds. My internet is slowing down, Brax, so I might, I don't know if I'm cutting you off or whatever, but I apologize mm-hmm. to you and to all of our beautiful listeners out there. I am so very sorry about that. Anyway, I never tell me that. Never tell me the odds. Today's odds are all about the Book of Boba Shocking. Mm-hmm. Tell me the odds. Will the twins? Will the twins be the big bad? Are they going to be the big bad guys, or is there somebody else lurking in the shadows? I feel like there's just going to be a lot of tripping blocks because what is the point of the show outside of like just delving into Boba Fett? Like, there doesn't seem, like, Mandalorian was like, there's this kid that's an, that, like, the Empire wants. And we're, that the, that's the that's the trajectory you're going on. Right now, it's just sort of like, Boba Fett wants his life back. Which is, like, interesting. But, uh, yeah, I, I could see them definitely being the main focus. But maybe a doorway to the next big thing, right? Um, I'm going to go 90% on this one. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking, thinking da, 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 da. yeah, I'm going to go 71%. I think it's high. I think this show is just about, Boba. I think the show is about Boba Fett, but it's going to be about the, the underworld of the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is going to propel us to a place past the, the sequel trilogy. I think that's what the plan is. It's going to be more about that and the status of of the underworld so i'm gonna go 71 percent right now um but uh i was gonna say i could change that anytime but no one will ever call me out on that uh our next odd will fennec shan kill santi santi is uh i don't know the, the wookie's name brock but i saw the nickname was santi way easier to spell than his actual name so i went with santi dr afro calls him santi. so so you looked it up on the internet, but didn't copy paste the name into Here's the, the problem, email. If, <laughs> yeah, but if I copy and paste the name, then I would have to say the name, and that wasn't going to happen either. So I'm going with Santi 
That's what Dr. Afro calls Kushkushkushkushkushkush. Yeah, I don't know how to exactly pronounce it because we've never actually heard it out loud to my knowledge. Uh, I That's say black chrysanthemum. Chrysan- <laughs> uh, <laughs> Santi. <laughs> I think I should just say Christan, but like it's going to sound awesome with it because like those extra like syllables yeah. or not syllables, consonants, it's like, oh, this is all because this is a real Wookiee name. Um, <laughs> I think if they're smart, they keep him around. Like, he's like, when you think about it, he's the new Boba Fett. He's that cool character just walks in and doesn't say anything. And you're like, ooh. So I don't think she's going to kill him. Because I think there's a lot they could do with that character. Not like a main series, but like he could pop up in other places. Um, So I'm going to go 10% because I do not want that to happen. I don't want it to happen either, but I, you know, they killed Quill and IG-11 and Mandalorian. They have no yeah. shame. They kill who they want to kill to get the story across. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go full Brock on it, though, uh, because if he ends up being like the side bad guy, then he's got to die, right? Tidy is thinking mm-hmm. that Darth Jar Jar is a big bad, and I'm not going to lie. I kind of <laughs> am all on board with that. Why not? And our final uh, odd will oh, hold, hold it, hold it. What, yo, uh, yo, 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 no, go. I have a yo, different, I have a different, I have a different okay. odd. Go, go, do it. What are the what are the odds that whatever Boba Fett's plan is and, and then the inevitable showdown between whoever the bad guy is, be it the mayor, be it the twins, what are the odds that this showdown or his big plan will involve the Tuscan Raiders in some way? Ninety-one uh, percent. Yeah, that's where we're going. <laughs> yeah, I think. I, look, look. This it's Godfather. This is the Mandalorian was a was a western. This is nine hundred and nine percent a western, and that's how it's going to end. It's the Three Amigos. We all love the Three Amigos um, with Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, and Martin mm-hmm. Short. One of the greatest movies of all time. Everybody knows that. Lorne Michaels knows that. We all know that. And that's what this that's what this is going to be with the Tuscan Raiders. Yeah, yeah, like it's, it's, I was like, oh, they are going to come back. That is the whole point that he's having this relationship. I, I, I think like that's his plan. He's like slowly become part of the culture of what Tatooine is. And yeah. all those gang members are ignoring it. So, yeah, no, I think that's what the, the show is. But, I, and I think, I think it, it's a layered show. I think the crime world, is what is going to be impacted by it all. And I think Tatooine is, is what it's all about and kind of becoming the ruler of Tatooine and how long is he alive during the sequels? We'll never know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll never, we'll never know. Let us know what your odds are in the comments below. Heidi has a big long that I'm going to put down. See, I think this is where the last Jedi was heading and that, that the syndicates were going to be revealed as the true villains manipulating everything, but the whole crime silence were dropped with Abrams baby. Yeah. Possibly, I think I think crime syndicates are something that have been around in Star Wars forever, mm. and yep. um, well, at least since Return of the Jedi. So, I, or even no, they've been around forever because Solo, you know, worked for Jabba the Hutt in uh, the original Star Wars. Yeah, so, yeah I, I think it. May, I think that would have made sense. The problem with the crime syndicates, um, it's not the problem, but I guess the problem when you go from Last Jedi onwards is. 
do they feel that it's big enough, right? Because movies always have to end with that big, huge cloud beacon in the sky and everything. You know what I mean? Like, is it big enough as as a threat? And you know me, Brock, I'm like, reeling in a bit, man. Let's bring these down to Earth and make it a little bit more relatable, even though it's a galaxy far, far away. It doesn't have to be a massive threat um, for it. And I think the crime crime syndicates would have been awesome. Oh, but before we move on to the news, uh, I saw just before I logged on, I, I read a rumor that Kira will be returning. Amelia Clark will be returning as Kira on a Disney Plus show, possibly headlining one, possibly appearing. Brock, do you have any thoughts on... Is that, like, true? Or is that a rumor? No, no, it's a rumor. It's a rumor, but it's it's circulating now. And I think we're on the right trajectory, right? With Book of Boba Fett. Yep. Like, do it. Just do it. Like, it's... We've we've talked about this for years now. Like, you don't have to make Solo 2, but, like, there's something interesting in that, that universe, so... Yeah, like it's just just do it. Like, I yeah, I don't know. I, it sucks because like the characters in Solo that are alive that can still be present are basically Han Solo, Chewbacca, Lando, Kira, Ma- Darth Maul, obviously. But then also, I guess, uh, oh gosh, who is the uh, who is the 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 gang that was like chasing them, but it was like, they were starting the, re- they were part of the rebellion. What's. Oh yeah. Yeah. The empty's um, nest. Empty's nest. Yeah, like, that the would be cool. The Marauders. Like they, they, you put them in and we know that like the actress, I totally forget her name. She was just in Captain America and Falcon. She can hold her own on screen. She knows how to work with these franchises. So it'd be great. It'd be great. Actually like just make it a show about Kira and Empty's nest. New leader of the overlo- un- uh, underworld and like this uh, new upstart of the rebellion, like it's just like boom, and then you could just create a whole new thing and occasionally drop in Han and Chewie if you wanted, but uh, yeah, news, news, let's do it. Holla news, da 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 da. Holla news, da 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 da. Holla da 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 da. Okay, Brock, it's all you. Bye. Holla news, the nudes you need to know right now. Uh, sorry, let me get my notes here. The scene, uh, one fun thing. Obviously, we've been talking about Book of Boba Fett. The scene in Book of Boba Fett, um, where we see, uh a young Boba Fett was used, was made from a bunch of different uh, old clips that George Lucas never used. The scene in Book of Boba Fett is a sad and meditative look at the main character's most traumatic childhood moment as he grips his father's helmet and realizes he's never coming home. This content is import. uh, This way, the way this shot was achieved was a pretty impressive technical trick as spotted by cinematic capture on Twitter. The filmmaking team on the Book of Boba Fett actually blended footage shot by George Lucas for Attack of the Clones with freshly filmed material for a seamless scene. Daniel Logan, who played Boba Fett in Attack of the Clones, is actually one who differentiated between previously shot footage and was a new bit of the child actor scene from Over the Shoulder. That particular Over the Shoulder shot is new. The rest of young Boba, is fr- Boba Fett is from the 2000 shot in Australia. Uh, today... 
even though the big news today is episode two of Book of Boba Fett, uh, in the High Republic world, Claudia Gray's The Fallen Star came out today, and this is the final book of the phase one for High Republic. As announced on the special High Republic show anniversary stream over on the Star Wars YouTube, phase two of the Transmedia Publishing Initiative will be called Quest of the Jedi and serve as a predecessor to the initial wave of High Republic stories. Tales totaling Quest of the Jedi will be set 150 years in the past in homage to George Lucas' decision to make Star Wars prequel trilogy in the wake of the original saga. It wasn't set... It wasn't said in the video itself, and this means that the new phase is set 50 years after the events of Phase Wench, Phase 1, which was set 200 years before the Star Wars prequels, or it's set 150 years before Phase 1, making it 350 years before the movies. But High Republic writer Daniel Jose Older teased on social media that is indeed further back into the era's past. Vague timelines aside, four new authors are also joining the team, especially Established in the High Republic's first phase, Lydia Kang, Tessa Grattan, Zoraida Cordova, and George Mann. Well, what about the authors who put in together, together Light of the Jedi? We're glad you asked. Kevin, <laughs> I totally cut and face with it. Kevin Scott is once again writing a new High Republic comic series for Phase 2, which will launch from Marvel Comics in October. Charles Soule will explore the backstory of legendary mysterious Jedi Porter Engel. And the aforementioned Older will be writing an all-ages original graphic novel over at Dark Horse Comics, which, as we reported last week, will start doing Star Wars again. Um, there will also be the adult YA and young reader novels to come out as well, but most details beyond new comics for the phase for, for the next phase are still being held back. Uh, one last detail revealed was Justina Ireland, who wrote Phase 1's A Test of Courage, Out of the Shadows, and the new release, Mission to Disaster is co-writing the first YA novel of Quest of the Jedi with addition Tessa Grattan. And finally, uh, if you love Star Wars games, especially the old stuff from back in the day, um, you, it, they are uh, Amazon is dropping Star Wars Battlefront 2, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and Star Wars Squadrons for free. Uh it's set to continue the courtesy of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order 2, Star Wars Eclipse, and the other upcoming games set in the iconic sci-fi franchise. The, I don't even want to read. So anyways, the, the first couple of games I mentioned, not the ones that aren't out yet, um, were now available to play for free if you are an Amazon, Amazon Prime subscriber, courtesy of Prime Gaming. I... Never heard of Prime Gaming prior to this, so it must be a new section. Not only do you need to be an Amazon Prime subscriber to secure a free copy of the game, but free copies are limited to PC codes. The games are available on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series S, and X, and Series X, but Prime Gaming only gives away free PC games, and it does this every month, and so far, it's never offered to subscribers on console or any digital codes. So if you're a PC player and you like these old Star Wars games, go check it out. I'm going to, I guess, Amazon's in the video game industry. Uh, and this has been your Hollow News. Oh, oh no, there's two of us. Oh, God, what is happening? Jeez. This was one of those days where Jeez. like, I'm seeing the news for the first time. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> a lot of news. A lot of news. I don't play PC games, but maybe I'll have to start. Because yeah. I like free. I like free. I yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I've never... We talked about Monkey Island. I've never I've never mm. been able to play, like, the keyboard game. You know, you plug in the... Contr- I don't know. I'm a console guy. Um, but free, like I said, I do enjoy free yeah. color news. It's time for Top 5, Brock. Top 5. Top 5 are ringing in the new year. Top 5 things we're hoping we cannot wait. We are anticipating and looking forward to from Star Wars in the year 2020 also. Uh, my number 5 is Cassian Andor. It's coming Q2. And I cannot wait for Cassian Andor. A lot of people, we did our ranking show. Rogue One ranked very high as usual. Not as high as last year, I don't think, but it ranked very high. If you haven't seen our ranking show, go check it out. But uh, it, it made me want to look back on Rogue One, and I am a big fan of Cassian Andor and can't wait to see what that series has in store. Maybe he escaped, Brock. Maybe he escaped. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Scarif. Maybe he, he punched out of the explosion like Boba Fett. <laughs> we'll have to find out. We don't know. What's your number five? Uh, my number five is the new High Republic stuff comes coming out. I'm finished... Into the Shadows. I really can't remember the names. I'm and I'm on. No, I think it's Out of the Shadows, and now I'm reading Into the Dark. That's why it gets confusing. I'm reading the Kevin Scott novel right now, so I'm looking to like hustle through all these books and be ready for the new stuff. So I've been liking it, uh, picking up some of the comics. So it's like, boom, let's do it. Sounds good. I haven't read any of them, and I think I should because they're sounding exciting and exciting, and the new news is really getting me amped up. I'm looking forward to more huts. We're going to get more huts. We're at least seeing the twins again, <laughs> and I can't wait for more. Uh, I love it. I love seeing them, and I can't wait. To, I'm a big uh, hut guy. Now Hutter. Let's just go to Nell Hutter. I hope we go to <laughs> Nell Hutter. We probably won't, but let's do it. More huts. Here's, I, I forgot to look this up. Is Ahsoka coming out this year, or is that 2023? Well, it hasn't been announced. I'm guessing it won't be right. this year. All right, then Ahsoka maybe is my number four. <laughs> but it could be you could put like Ahsoka updates. You know, you're definitely mm. gonna get updates. Yeah, they just Ahsoka has just cast. Uh, I don't know, someone read Skeet Ulrich as Bant <laughs> Cobb. We get it. You like Scream? <laughs> well, no, but but Timothy Oliphant. Did you see what Timothy Oliphant? Played Cobb Vanth, and he was in Scream 2. And Skeet Ulrich would play Vanth Cobb, and he was in Scream 1. What? <laughs> They're both Scream alumni. Uh... My number my number three, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Anything Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's my number three, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, my number three is going to be Cassian, uh, because we do know that's coming out, and yeah, it's of the new projects coming out, it's probably the least I'm excited about because I just don't know anything about it outside of like, oh, yeah, I'd be in for this, so yeah, I hope it doesn't suck. Um, my number two is I thought I memorized it, I did not. My number two. Um, just news and updates and maybe even episode one of the Mandalorian season three. It's the show that created Disney plus it set Disney plus a fire season. One was fantastic. Season two was 
also fantastic. Both had phenomenal endings, and I just can't wait to see what season three has in store. Um, my number two is going to be Obi-Wan. I am psyched for this. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to get a real trailer, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I hope we don't get a trailer. They're just like, next week, Obi-Wan's out. What? All right. I mean, <laughs> they, would never do, they would never do that. But but you know what I'm saying? We don't need a trailer. We're excited yeah. for a trailer. We'll lose our minds, but we don't need one. My number one is just the return of the Chosen One, Hayden Christensen making his <laughs> return to Star Wars. Anakin is back, and I am all in 2022. As much as it been a slow start we're only five days into this year already but it's actually going by pretty fast it's going to be christmas before you know it hayden christensen's return to star wars uh my number one for right now obviously mandalorian but like just finishing book of both that like i'm yeah super psyched for this show so yeah it's so good absolutely loving it let us know what your top fives are in the comments down below next week we got there's only what eight episodes of the show eight episodes seven yeah. eight episodes, whatever there is we're we're, we're, like, we're half we're getting to the halfway point if you do remember mandalorian season one episode three was the deborah chow episode if i remember correctly and that's the one where all of, like the bounty hunters showed up all the mandalorians showed up and rescued uh the mando din Djarin. they rescued him and it was like a pinnacle episode. It was the episode that we all kind of lost our minds and said, give Deborah Chow Star Wars. And Lucasfilm said, okay, here's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Go do it. Um, so who knows? Maybe episode three is is like that. Or maybe maybe it's not. Maybe it's not at all. And it's going to be like the episode where like, was that a real show? Did that <laughs> happen? Maybe it's, all anim- maybe it's animated like the Christmas special. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Episode 236, Brock. We're wrapping it up. Well, it's been a delight as always. Thank you to all the friends that came and talked at us through the chat. It's always fun to see people actually engaging with what we're talking about. And yeah, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. And I hope you all are having a very wonderful new year. I hope you all had a very safe and happy holidays. And you're staying safe from the uh, poisonous air that surrounds us. I feel like we're in a really bad sci-fi movie that I would not even put on on Netflix. I'd be like, oh, why did I watch it? Anyway, Brock, anything that you want to say before I clear scum? Uh, no. Uh, read High Republic. It is great. Read it. It's great. Uh, I will do that because I'm James and he's Brock and he, well, thanks for watching everyone. And he was always scum. Rebel scum. And don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.